come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. That's right, here at Online Big Blue, we are chewing some bubblegum and kicking some ass, but we are all out of bubblegum. Uh, you know what? It's a Sunday. Couldn't do a Sunday show. It was very up very, up very late last night. Uh, so the Sunday show was not going to happen. So we are going to do a bunch of live streams next week going into the season, going into the Tennessee Titans game. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. Want to talk about the curious case of Wyatt Davis because of the fact that I liked Wyatt Davis coming out of college. I did. I actually wanted the Giants to draft, it, draft him. I did a video about Wyatt Davis, and... You know what? He, he's kind of just fallen off the face of the earth, fallen off the face of the planet. You, you got Minnesota getting rid of him. So what kind of happened there? And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But I, I just want to talk about it. I just want to get something off my chest again. Because you know what? I've been doing that a lot lately because you know what? I like to do it. I need to do it. It's therapy for me. For all the Giant fans that just a week ago had this team winning nine to 10 games, who all of a sudden after the Blake Martinez release are sitting there telling me, well, the salary cap is bad. He, he just had to work with what we had to work with. So this is going to be a lost season for Joe. You're, you're changing your opinion on things. No, I'm not changing my opinion. Things you have. I've said since before the 2021 season that this season was going to be a train wreck. I said before that even happened that this salary cap was going to be a train wreck. And everyone told me, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know football. Well, evidently I was right. But for you to sit there and tell me a week ago the Giants were winning 10 games, and now you're telling me they're going to win five games, and you expected this, look in the mirror because you're lying. You can change your opinion. You can change your mind. That's fine. And you know what the problem is? A smart man questions things. A smart person questions things. A follower just believes things. So if you don't sit there and question some of the moves that Joe Shane has made, I'm not saying Joe Shane's not the right guy. I'm not saying he should be fired. But if you don't question things, you're just a follower. You're not a leader. A leader understands that you are able to question things that people do, and it's all right. Think about that for a minute. Think about the fact about the Logan Ryan thing. He's saving only 700000 when he could have saved $3 million, but only gained a million and a half in cap space in 2022. Think about the fact that you could have actually saved money if you released Blake Martinez, oh, back in, let's say, March, instead of releasing him a week and a half before, a little over a week before the season starts. Think of the fact that you could have gotten rid of Darius Slayton probably a little bit, a little bit a lot sooner if you really wanted to and kept Blake Martinez, or you could have saved the exact same amount of money by restructuring James Bradbury's contract. And the fact that the Giants are only about $60 million over the cap right now in 2022. It's okay to question things. It's okay not to follow people blindly. It's okay. You're, you're allowed to. And I think that's going to be the runs of the day. Wyatt Davis. What happened to Wyatt Davis? When he was coming out of Ohio State, I, th- I thought the kid was going to be maybe a second-round pick. He was pretty much considered at one point in time the number one guard prospect in the nation. And, you know, uh, scouts loved him. He received offers from all types of programs going to, uh, I know, USC, Oregon, Stanford, Notre Dame, Michigan. And, of course, he ends up at Ohio State. And he got drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. I, like I said, I had him as a third, maybe fourth-round pick. He projected by most people as a second-round pick, but I felt he could be a starter. So he, he, he was selected by the Vikings in the third round. Um, 
And, and it's amazing to me that if you take a look at his career, he 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 was he was impressive enough, you know, at Ohio State that he was named first team all all what was he? Yeah, was he was first team Big Ten American Conference and all first team American Conference by the Associated Press in nineteen in what was that nineteen to twenty in twenty twenty his final year, he received honors at the Wazoo. He was he was a winner of the what is it Remington Pace Award. And a unanimous name to the first team All American. So you figure, you know what? You figured he, he had the gifts, he had the skills, he had the ability. He came from a football family. So what happened? His draft, his draft stock started to fall last year. It started to fall. Now the first issue right off the pro, right right off the bat was he 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 was dealing with some some injuries. He had a nagging knee injury, which he uh, which what happened? That was in I think the fourth game against Indiana. Now he played through the injury until the national championship game, where he where he hurt the same knee. He came out and said the knee is fine for his pro day, but the injury has always been a concern. It's been worrisome. And then you start you started hearing some things from scouts. That he had difficulties with body control. His footwork was slow. It was getting a little bit worrisome in reference to play recognition. And, and there, those traits were, you know, were a weakness that could affect his pro career. That they could, they could severely limit him. Now, the Vikings looked past all that. And they, uh, they took him in the third round. And he was automatically given... The starting spot. I think it was Dozier. I think it was Dozier who was there. Uh, uh, I think Dozier was on the other side. I don't. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. Um, and they kind of thought that Davis was going to kind of solidify himself as a starter. He was going to come right in and be the guy. And then it turned out <laughs> that he was not pro ready at all. That he was not the plug and play pe- person that people thought. And then there came in some rumblings about some of his pre draft interviews. And I love it because I was reading the scouting reports from one of the pre-draft interviews, and it says that he that he came out and said that he needs to work on basic techniques and become a better student of a game. And that indicates that he was more of a developmental prospect than a player who could immediately step in. And then it comes up to training camp last year, it's out of shape. Out of shape. And and he has all of a sudden built up an animosity towards the coaching staff in Minnesota. So all of a sudden, he went from a plug-and-play guy to, to not even being coming any starter unless there was an injury. And then to put the cherry on top of the icing or on top of the cake, he dealt with an ankle injury all through, all through training camp and through the regular season. And then what happened is Zimmerman got fired, who basically won him. O'Connell came in and basically said that, you know, it, you know didn't say it, but we're going to make changes. He goes, we're we're going to make changes. We're 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 going to get we're going to get out of here, and we're going to get rid of the guys that the, that the previous regime brought in. And then you you heard rumblings that the new coaching staff was going to try to fix him, was going to try to salvage what they saw. And then then basically what happened is the Vikings went out and signed four <laughs> four interior offensive line. Was it? I think it was four interior offensive linemen. So that was already showing that that wasn't that wasn't something that they were really looking at doing is to salvage his career because you don't go out and sign four offensive linemen, interior offensive linemen, and then you heard the rumblings once again during this training camp that he lacked technique, 
or they they are they I love it because one of the phrases was he lacked a playable technique, and his pro readiness was still not there, and he was still dealing with with multiple injuries, and he was still dealing with nagging nagging knee injuries and ankle injuries. And honestly, the press on him when Minnesota was terrible, it was almost like he had to get out. He had to move on. Is he going to be a fit for the Giants? There is a lot. If you, if you look at there seems to be some talent there. But again, it's it's not talent that it's cultiv- it's cult- hopefully it's cultivatable talent. Hopefully Bobby Johnson can work him up and coach him up. But he is a guy, like I said, he is a guy of White Davis that I had high hopes for. Boy, I was totally wrong on that one. He had high hopes for him just because of the way he played in college. But for the fact that he comes out and admits that he was lazy and not pro-ready, that, that's troublesome. That was like the lineman we picked up last year. I can't remember the guy. The former first-round pick that was like six, seven, five hundred pounds. And I kept telling everyone, he's not going to – he flamed out twice. He's not going to do anything with the Giants. And he never did anything. Wyatt Davis seemed like a really good kid coming out of college. He probably still is. We don't know him. We don't know him personally. But like I said, there is a lot for him to work on going into year two. He is a developmental guy. He's a Matt from Connecticut guy in my mind. We all know what I thought about Matt when we drafted him. But you know what? Let's let's see what we got because this is a developmental year, which I've been saying since 2021. Let's develop talent. Let's develop building blocks to move into 2022 because I don't see us being good till at least 2025. And remember this, and I'm going to say it again. Question things. Be a leader. Leaders question things. Followers just go along with the crowd. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you could ring that button, you know what it means. That'd be awesome.